0: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: He is from the plane Dealer. He is from Cleveland.com. He is the man, the myth, the legend, and probably one of my favorite guys to ever talk to on the road while I was on the road. Not to Kathmandu, but to a Bob Seger concert anywhere he's going to. He is Paul Hoynes. Hey, Hoynesy. What's up, Hoynesy?
2: What's up, Andy and Dan? That's my favorite song. Is it really?
3: <laughs> it came up in a conversation earlier with Jeff Thomas I was having, and I was like, man, Hoynesy loves Bob Seger. We're playing Kathmandu.
2: <laughs> Does the lighter come out on
1: that one, Hoynesy, or what? Yeah.
2: I don't, I don't even know where Kathmandu is, but I want to go there.
1: Just because of the song great. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. Saturday. They're going to play ball in Goodyear. I just, another season is here. It was a quick off season. Um, just your thoughts on this year's team as we head into this thing.
2: Yeah. You know, I'm excited about this team, Andy. Uh, I think this is, you know, might be the, you know, probably the the best roster that they put together since, you know, the mid nineties, those teams in the nineties, you know, the one thing, they they don't have is the power that th- that team had but uh everything else pitching defense uh you know contact bullpen you know they they've they really they've done a great job with this roster i think uh i think you know they're they're in a good spot right now
3: oinsy have you noticed a difference with the guys who are going to head to the wbc and the guys who are not and how the guardians are ramping them up
2: Yeah, I think, uh, um, Dan, those guys all came to camp uh, in shape, you know, or at least, you know, I had a schedule. A guy like uh, Quantrill who's, you know, starting Saturday and he'll leave and and pitch for Canada. Uh, You know, he is, you know, really, I mean, he's pushing to throw three innings in in Saturday against the Reds, and they usually, you know, traditionally keep him at two. So I think uh, they'll, they'll, uh, you know, he'll – They'll rein him in at two innings. But, yeah, those guys are all, you know, at least, you know, according to Francona, those guys are all have come to camp in shape and and ready to go. A guy like, you know, Andres Jimenez, you know, went to Venezuela uh, to play winter ball and so he could play shortstop there. You know, he's going to play shortstop for Venezuela with uh, Jose Altuve playing second base. So they've made the right kind of preparations. What do you
1: think? Of, you just talked about Quantrill going to play for Canada in, in the World Baseball Classic. What's the theory on just the whole, you know, the front office and these guys going to play in the World Baseball Are they for it, against it, or just really want to regulate everything the guys are doing over there?
2: <laughs> I think, you know, they're, they're, they're for it on the outside and, and uh, crying on the inside. Right. Uh, you know, I don't think any team, any of the 30 teams likes to likes to see their, you know, some of their best players go and play for another country where, you know, the control, they don't have any control over this guy, these guys. And, uh, you know, and, and Francona always says that, you know, all of a sudden these guys are put in a position where, you know, there could be, you know, 20, 40,000 40, people in the stands, guys get amped up and they try to do too much too soon and get hurt. You know, that's always the concern.
3: Paul Hoynes, cleveland.com and a plane dealer joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. All right, Hoynes, how, how are the rule changes going over thus far with the guys in camp?
2: Uh, You know, it's interesting. I think everybody is kind of still kind of feeling their way through it. You know, I was talking to uh, Victor Rodriguez, the assistant pitching coach, and he said, you know, he's looking out at the diamond uh before practice one day and he said look at those bases the bigger bases he goes like they look like extra large pizza boxes out there so it's, it's kind of weird it's you know you see pitch clocks on all the practice fields uh you know i think uh pit, the pitchers you know have all been you know when you watch them throw their you know live bp sessions they're all working fast uh, you know james karenchak you know is not you know he's he's really you know kind of who who has a lot of gyrations between pitches you know he looked really he was he was he was in in gear uh, a couple of days ago he was he was really efficient so i think um, you know i think those things are going over well uh i'm i'm not sure about it we haven't seen the shift you know i guess we won't really know until the game start how that influences the game and and whether you know there's more stolen bases with the uh, bigger bases and the shorter distance between what you know uh, to, between the first and second, second and third. Oh, what are your thought
1: of, thoughts on the schedule and the fact that you play every major league team now, which I think is, I, I actually think it's good for the game. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think it's a good thing. I i, I think it works to uh, Cleveland's disadvantage because, you know, they've had, they've had so much success in the central and now you go from 19 to 13 games, you know, and even in their, you know, poor, you know, borderline seasons, they've always had a winning record in the, in the central. So, you know, I think that's going to, you know, probably hurt them a little bit, but yeah, I like it, Andy. I think, you know, I think it's good for the fans. They get to see, you know, every team, you know, the best players in the game. And, uh, you know, it's not like the old, you know, the, the old format, the unbalanced format where you'd see the, you know, the NL central one year, the NL East one year and the NL West one year. So, you know, now you're getting to see, you know, all, all 30 teams.
3: All right, Paul. So into the, the roster itself, It I said, everything's pretty much locked in for the first time in a long time when it comes to the Guardians. The outfield seems in decent shape. Infield seems in decent shape. The only thing that's there that I keep looking at is the Plesak-Savali end of the rotation and the fact that those guys took a dip last year a little bit and then got hurt on top of it. Is that something that the organization is a little worried about?
2: You know, I think I think they are, uh, but uh, you know, I think the, I think it's safe to say both those guys are going to open the season in the rotation. Um, you know, I think they're both healthy right now, and but you know, <laughs> this is you know th- this is uh, an organization that's you know kind of made its bones with uh, starting pitching, and uh, there's guys waiting to come on here, and uh, so uh, you know, police Act, uh uh, police, heck, and Savali, and just about everybody else in that rotation is going to have to pitch because there's guys coming from, from down below. Wait, well, see, how are
1: fans going to be able to watch these games this year? Are we concerned about the fact that, you know, it's actually the, the group that is going bankrupt is Diamond Sports Group, which is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. I and mean, we keep saying Bally's, 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 because that's how it's, you know, they sold off the name of the network. So right, that's why they call right. it. So I don't know that a ton of people know that, but. Is that going to affect the way fans are going to be able to see games on TV this year? I know the commissioner said they're going to do everything they can, but what does that mean?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not sure, Andy. I mm. think, uh, you know, we're going to find out, you know, what uh, a Diamond Sports Group uh, on February 15th failed to make a interest payment on, a on a, you know, what, $8.6 billion in debt, I mean, on debt. And yeah. so, uh, you know, now they have a, a 30-day grace period. That'll probably run through uh, mid uh, March, and uh, we'll find out more then if they're going to file for bankruptcy or not. If they're going to, you know, retain the rights, uh, you know, the the rights, the TV rights to what they have—14 regional sports networks, right. You know, among the MLB teams, and uh, you know, but, but just from talking to the, you know, people in at, at Major League Baseball, they they're confident that these games are going to come off as scheduled, that they're going to be able, one way or the other, they're going to be able to uh, handle this thing if, if that, you know, Diamond Sports Group does, you know, uh, you know, kind of, you know, go, I guess, you know, uh, they punt and, uh, you know, they return the uh, TV rights to uh, the teams and MLB.
1: Yeah, you think the Guardians are worried? I mean, they're going to lose some money on
3: this.
2: Yeah, that was where I was going to go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this is, you know, they make between what about I'd say they make about 50 50 million a year on on regional sports, you know, on the on their on their deal with uh with Bally Sports and the Diamond Sports Group. So yeah, I think they ha- they have to be concerned and uh you know, that's for for them that's a vital part of their income. So, you know, I think you know, MLB has you know said even if, you know, Diamond Sports Group goes away, uh that they you know the money the, the teams will still make some you know money they'll still get their um you know they'll get their you know they'll get their payments by you know because you know there's people still you know there's this, they're still going to be able to distribute the uh the games to different you know to different networks to different streaming devices and uh in the long run it may help you know it may you know if they have to reorganize and MLB does step in and take over you know, maybe uh, the blackout rules get lifted and, and, and changed.
3: Yeah, Lindsay, this whole thing is just a total mess, and I, I don't know where any of it is going to end up going, especially when it comes to the guards who, you know, they, they really rely on that money, and it makes me worry, man, that we might see a sell-off come January due to the fact that the bill's got to get paid.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, it's uh, you know, it's a concern. and uh, But I, I think, you know, I think – one way or the other, this thing gets worked out. Now I don't, I, you know, I've been told that there could be some glitches, maybe some games that are supposed to be televised don't get televised. But overall, the product, you know, should re, should remain the same.
1: Miles Straw, we worried about him. A Little tweak here to start the. Uh,
2: no, no, the I saw him running around. The, I saw him running around the clubhouse yesterday. I talked to him today. He's fine. He, I think, he could play if it was. You know, he he. I, I you know, I think they're going to hold him out of the first couple games. Uh, but he's he said he's fine. He's feeling good, and you know, Francona said he's fine as well.
3: What are your opinions on Josh Bell early in camp?
2: You know, I haven't really seen him. I, I've liked the way he swung the bat. You know, it's just it's been so kind of you know they didn't practice yesterday, and because uh, of the cold uh, or they hit inside. I get in the cages yesterday, but you know, he swung the bat well and it it's hard to tell you know they're facing live b p you know the pitchers are throwing hundred miles an hour, and the, the hitters haven't seen live pitching for most of the winter, so you know it's it's kind of an overmatch you know it always favors the pitchers at this point of the camp of camp and so it's you know you don't want to make any judgments now. what are you watching for
1: i like i I look at the roster, I look at the depth chart, and I'm like yeah. Eh. I mean they're set. I mean it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of movement. To be, I mean backup catcher, I know we talked about that for a little bit, but I just what are you looking at? What are you watching?
2: Yeah, you know, I I you know, I just like being out here, right? But uh but uh you know, you you look at uh I'd like to look at the new guys, you know, Rocchio and and uh you know, Valera, how they swing the bat, you know, how how they're playing defense uh you know, just uh, you know, because yeah, you know, like we know, we we saw a season worth of clowns, so we kind of know what you know he can do, and and uh, you know the same with Jimenez, the same with uh, you know uh, you know the pitching staff, but it, it's the new guys that are the, the younger guys that are they're kind of fun to watch. You know, John Kenzie Noel, you know what he hit 32 home runs, so I'm I'm anxious to see him swing the bat. Uh, so you know, it's guys like that 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 interests me. Do you like
3: the idea of what they're going to do with Gabriel Arias, where they're going to move him all over the place, Hoinsey?
2: You know, I think they, they you know, Dan, they, they almost have to, you know, because you look at that infield, he's not going to get a lot of playing time there, you know, unless somebody gets hurt. So I think they've got to kind of expand, <clears throat> you know, his skill set, the same with Tyler Freeman, you know, and, and give him, you know, I, I don't know. Are they at the point, I guess the question is, are they at the point where, he you do he's doing is he is he better served you know being a utility guy and not playing that much on a big league team or playing every day at uh at triple a and you know i think both those guys Freeman and Arias, have probably you know showing everything they they have to show at triple a
1: where are we with tito how's he feeling how much longer can he do this what do you think
2: yeah i mean he's 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 been looking great as long as he doesn't need any uh frozen pasta or pizza, right? Oh, what happened
1: with the broken? Like, how did he break his tooth on pasta?
2: (laughs) I guess he put it in a microwave and didn't zap it long enough. And the bottom part was frozen. At least that's what he he told us. So it's always entertaining uh, with Tito. You never know exactly what's going to happen from day to day.
1: (laughs) Nutty
3: something, man. It's, it's definitely,
1: although he thinks he's going to lose weight now because of this, right?
2: That's right, and he was chewing on one. Yeah, yeah, but he ate a whole pizza chewing on the, the <laughs> on one side of his mouth. So I'm not sure. Oh
1: man, that's but he funny. looks
2: good. You know, he looks good. I think he's energized. I think you know he's out on the field more, Andy. You know, you know, hitting some fungos and moving around a little better. And uh, you know, he with uh, you know, last couple of years his foot has been in a boot, and he's been watching uh, you know practice from the golf cart.
3: Man, it's just good to talk baseball. I'm ready. It just yeah. makes me happy. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you, Hoinski. I'm just happy.
1: So will you sit there for the whole game? Tell us how you cover a minor le- or how you cover a spring training game for Saturday. Well,
2: yeah, you know, you just, uh, you know, the, the way we set it up, you know, you know, you, you've got to do like people like game stories. I mean, the right. games really don't mean too much, you know, coming out of spring training. But so we we write a quick gamer, then uh, you know, you try to uh, you know hit the uh, kind of high points or, you know, like bullet points, you know, if there's a competition, you know, how the backup catcher did, if there was a guy hurt coming off injury, how he pitched, how the starting pitcher did, you know, and I, you know, people like that. And uh, I I think, so you do that and then, but usually then you go down and talk to these guys, you know, before they get in the bus back to the ballpark or back to the facility. And, uh, you know, you're right from there and you usually have a, you know, you a, a short gamer, and then, you know, a longer story and maybe some a notebook, some kind of, you know, so you're writing three or four stories, you know, a day.
1: Yeah, I always thought it was weird. Like, you're trying to cover the game, but then you got to run down, like, third inning to go, or fourth inning to go in there yeah, to be yeah. the starting pitcher. And you're like, okay, how are we going to do this? You got to get this done. So, But don't worry. No pressure. We're reading whatever you write, especially on Twitter, <laughs> Hoinzee. <laughs> All right. All right. Can we get this man some Bob Seeger on the way out the door? Maybe we'll do next segment. <laughs> Thank you, Hoinzee. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, we'll talk talk to you Thank you, soon. Thank you. Paul
0: Hoynes, man, the best. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?